Welcome to the Principal Podcast. This is Xane Anderson, and I am pleased to have Gary Gracia on our show today. And I got to tell you, when I when I was reading through some of Gary's things this morning, and was researching him much more before this morning, I was super super excited to have him on the show today. Um, Gary is an integrity speaker. He he speaks about integrity, which when we're talking about families, marriages, relationships, gosh, how important is it to have that? And so he's he trains busy men to possess integrity and chaos so they can embrace authenticity. And he's and he I think today we're going to be talking about identifying where the degree of separation is between our beliefs and actions and feelings and the actual objective truth so that we can reach our our dreams, our goals and move in the direction that we want to move. I'm so excited to have you on today. Gary, thank you for coming on the show today. Uh, no problem. I'm, ex- I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I would love to hear a little bit of your story. Can you tell me how you came to talk about integrity and and why that's important? Well, it started back, I'm married. And when I got married, I, within four months, we had our first child. And I don't know what happened after that. I just became very money focused. I wanted security, like most men. And so I was going after so many different ventures, but they were failing. And after failing at a couple of ventures, a new child came in. I said, I, I want, I, I kept failing. Uh, and that does something to a woman. I realized when you say you're going to do something and then you start and, and you fail. Uh, so after that, um, COVID happened. But when COVID happened, I had a five-year-old, a, th- a two-year-old, and a three-month-old when the COVID lockdown happened. And I became very depressed during that time because I couldn't really do anything for myself because I was homeschooled. I don't know if you had to deal with that homeschool and you didn't have the same outlets. I couldn't exercise. I wasn't golfing. And so I was just in a place of who, who, who was I? And during that time, I actually did something that most people kind of do when you get upset. I don't care anymore. I'm just going to do what I feel. And by doing what I felt, I, I was failing. Uh, I was failing my, my wife. I was very reactionary to even small different things. And, uh, but I, I just did what I felt and I was just very jumpy. And then I read this commentary um, it was in the Bible that said, what you do and what you say can't be separate. And I felt like scales fell from my eyes. I don't, I don't know what happened. I was just like, what am I doing? This is not what I want to be. And that just led through a series of trial and error saying, what is this? I, I want to do this. And it made me kind of discover that I knew how to lie to myself and believe my lie and live out that lie. And I saw how I was people pleasing and I I was people pleasing because I was failing in in certain areas with my wife. And especially with, I, I see this sometimes with men. I don't know if you've seen this where you decide not to do something that you want to try to please your wife, but it also kills you inside. Um, and so I, I, I really, 
that's where leadership tried. I, I didn't realize what leadership was, you know? And so that was when I was just like, what, what am I doing? And so I went through a whole series of counseling. I went through just trying to understand what is truth. And I, I got to a place of integrity and the integrity, the root word of the adjective of integrity is an integer, meaning whole. And it, it just kind of clicked. And so integrity is basically maintaining your beliefs and your principles, whether in peace and in war at all times. And I had started studying it. I saw how in even the medieval times during the dark ages, the knights still had a code of conduct during peace and war. And so then I just said, I want to, I want to do that. And when I started doing what I believed, even though I may have fear and all these other things, I discovered that I can actually, I felt free, which is weird. And I said, maybe this, this isn't authenticity. Authenticity is not about how I feel. Authenticity is doing what you believe that is right mm -hmm. and maintaining that. And so you feel consistent, even if, even if everything else is going wrong, you're still able to maintain that. And I just felt free to be me. And I, I haven't, I haven't felt that in ever. So that's how I, that's why I kind of stumbled into it. Oh man. I love that. I love how you said, you know, this freedom comes from doing what's right, not necessarily going with your feelings mm -hmm. from doing what you know is right. Mm -hmm. And I think all of us, man, goodness, I think all of us at times get it right. And a lot of, and all of us at times get it wrong where we, we know what's right and we fall <laughs> short. Right. So we, we can feel that kind of angst. And I felt it. Mm -hmm. I'm sure our listeners have felt that where, gosh, I know this is what I'm supposed to do, but I'm not doing it. Um, you got to say something about something you said earlier too. the fact that you were trying to do stuff and you felt like you were failing, you know, the very fact that you were trying as a dad to make things work. I mean, we all, as, as dads, as men, we want to provide, we want to, to, to do it. And I think all of us have felt that where we're like, I want to do this and I'm just not quite making it. Right. I mean, that's a common thing. I felt it. You felt it. <laughs> our listeners have felt it. Right. But the fact that you kept going and the right. fact also that you realize, hey, I need to make some adjustments uh, and like we all do. Right. Um, really, really like that. One of the things that really impressed me too, and maybe you could talk about this, this, this thought about making what we say or what we know and, and, and our actions line up. And you use, I think you use the word alignment. Alignment. Can you tell Definitely. me about that? Right so I'm going to use a basics of something very basic. Uh, we all know we need to exercise, right? Yeah. Right? We need to exercise. It's a good thing. Um, I know I need to exercise because exercise is very important for me because I have to sleep on time and I have to eat right. So I know I need to exercise, but when I say I need to exercise, but I don't feel like it, you're living by your feelings, but what it also tells you is you believe what you feel than what you believe is the right thing to do. Mm. And so that's where you have to, you have to fight that feeling. It's, it's feelings is, is a part of your truth, right? 
And that's the thing, because feelings, you know, this is how I feel. You hear this, this is how I feel. This is what I want to do. The thing about feelings is one, they change. And yes, if you have a, uh, if a snake comes out here and it's next to your child, yes, you're going to have a a natural emotional reaction. Yes. And it may be right. But there are sometimes, is there something superseding that belief? So I'll I'll give you a, a perfect example. I love Christmas. My parents took away Christmas because they heard an evangelist said it was evil. I started uh, um, buying my own gifts for Christmas. When I started buying my own gifts for Christmas, I started saying to myself, only I can take care of me. No one else really cares about me. They're doing whatever because they're not giving me gifts. I only could take care of myself. That was my belief. Now, the question is, was that true? No, that wasn't true. They did care about me. There wasn't. And so you create. You can literally have a belief that, you, that you've created that's true, which is the story you keep telling yourself when things negative things happen or actually search for the truth by asking the right questions. And when you ask the right questions, you've been in counseling, you've had coaches, they ask you that one question and like, oh, that's... That's not right. So we're not asking the right questions. We're not asking the right questions. I love that. Uh, you know, back in, I love both of what you said here, Gary. One of the things that hit me, you know, I have a friend named Brody who uh, he, he, it was in a neighborhood I used to live at when, and he, he did this workout. I believe it was called the Spartacus workout, which mm, yes, I heard and, about that. And, uh, and it's like all kinds of muscle confusion. It takes a little while. He said he did this workout and he said, I, it, I was so sore. I could barely walk. I want to die. He goes, I hated it. Absolutely right. hated it. He goes, but I committed to do the workout. So I did it again the next day. I still hated it. I was still sore. <laughs> I did it again. I still hated it. I still hated right. it. But the right. interesting thing is, is he says, you know what? I kept doing it because I'd committed to do it. Mm. And he said, about two and a half or three weeks in his his feeling changed he said mm-hmm. i got to the end of the workout he goes i can't remember if it was week two and a half or three but i got to the end of this workout and he goes it felt like i was i i got to the end of the workout and it felt like i was just getting started i wanted to do it mm, and i beautiful it sounds kind of like what you were saying there you know he knew he needed to exercise didn't mm-hmm. feel like it right decided to do it anyway kind of like right. having force himself like you were talking about right and then later on he feels like it so he actually could change his feelings to come in an alignment like you were saying right. and have integrity with what he knew he needed to do right. such a, i'm so glad you're sharing this message it's such a good thing mm. and, and the other thing i really liked what you said was you, you talked about the story you tell yourself you know that's all it's all the story you're telling yourself about your life is almost more important than what's actually happening mm-hmm. By telling me, hey, this is hard, so I'm I'm beat, or I'm telling me this is hard, so this is an opportunity to get stronger. Mm. What am I telling myself, right? Mm. Maybe you could talk to us a little bit more about that. Uh, I discovered through this series that I, uh, the series in my life, that there's a lot of stories that I tell myself when pain, shame, difficulties happen that bring me into the loop, this loop. I love... I forgot um, the author of uh, The Power of Habit, but he talks about when you have, when you go into a habit loop, there's a trigger, there's a response, and then there's a reward. And you have to break, when the trigger happens, you have to change the response 
and as well as change the reward. But I there's there's this there's this loop that I'm stuck in. And we all have it. We don't know when it's going to happen. And so I literally had to try to break that loop. But I'm so comfortable in that story because it keeps me what I consider safe, but I'm not growing. So I see it as my sister said something to me. She said, um, when we are when we are in a prison of our made from our own words, just because you can walk around doesn't mean we're free. And uh, I love that. I that love was that. that was really powerful to me because it it says I'm creating my own prison. I have the power to walk out, but because I'm able to operate, because I'm able to operate, I think I'm so good. And so that doesn't mean I'm going towards where I want to be. I'm just, and that person is in the prison may still be my 15 or 14 little self that I want to keep safe. So Will Smith said this, you have to feel the fear and do it anyway. I like to say, feel the fear and do the right thing. That you have to feel it. So when we, when we start having these pain points, pain and shame, we can revert back, but we have to feel it and do the opposite thing and do what we know is right. Ah, that's, that's, that's the tough part. That's the tough part. That's when you start growing. That's when you start fighting for who you really are. I love that. I love what you said there, where we have to, we have to feel the fear and just march straight in and conquer it. In other words, we don't listen to that fear. Right. As long as we're doing what's right. Now there's dumb kinds of things. I mean, you're not going to do something <laughs> stupid like like just because somebody dared you to do something. That's the wrong kind of bravery, right? right. So I like what you said. It's like when we know it's right. So mm. in our conscience and in our, in our soul and our being, we know this mm. is what I need to do, Correct. but I'm scared to death to do it. <laughs> right. And you're talking about just marching right in and we doing it. To. Yeah. Um, Myron Golden said something that really hit me. He said, to truly have peace, you have to go to war. Mm. And I believe that now. Now I could see like the men of the older generation, you think they weren't afraid to go into war, to, to fight these, these different women? No, they had fear, but they had to do it. And they did it because that's what they believed in. That's what they fought for. And they had to do it. They had fear. You can't have courage without fear. And so you have to go for it. Right. And sometimes the biggest battles we fight mm -hmm. are inside our own souls, inside our own hearts, where we say, gosh, you know, I've got to go to war with mm -hmm. this part of me right. that, you know, I know I need to change. Like, I, you know, as a dad, I know my weaknesses. I know what I need to change. And I've got to literally be brave enough to say, you know what? These are my weaknesses. It's scary, but I'm going to march in and try to take care of that. Some of the biggest mm -hmm. wars that will ever be fought are in the, in the chambers of our own soul and our own Beautiful. minds, you know? Um, definitely. I definitely agree with that. I like that, though. But being willing to march right in, to march mm -hmm. right in and say, you know what? I'm afraid. Is there, is there any times in your life where you felt that fear? I mean, I think as dads, 
Mm -hmm. To be honest, we're trying to provide for our families to to make it and and be good examples and try to help. And there's this balance that happens, you know, between I want to provide for my family, but I also need to be present for my family, you know, and and we know we we can't be so keyed into our careers that we forget the most important career of all, which is being a dad. Right, right. I'd love to hear. I mean, have you, how many, can you tell us a time? I mean, it seems like you're doing it right now. You're here. You are talking about integrity, trying to help other men. Mm. This probably hasn't been an easy journey for you. Mm. No. no. Well, I was afraid to speak, even though I knew I wanted to speak. I was, I was always encouraging people. I was always talking to people. I loved engaging people and motivating people, but I had, uh, I was afraid. I felt like I was inadequate. I had imposter syndrome. And so this is me actually going after something that I believe that I'm supposed to do. Um, Even though I was supposed to do this a long time ago, but I was chasing money. (laughs) I was definitely chasing money. So, yeah. Man, I got tingles right as you said that. I got tingles right as you said it. You're doing it right now. Like you're doing it. I mean, you're doing it in your life as Going for what you know you need to do. Yeah, right? I, I, I'm I'm scared all the time. I always have. I'm, I'm always tingly when I'm speak about to speak to somebody, but I have to do that because it's in me. I want to talk about something that you said that I believe sometimes is very hard, especially during this time and this season for for women to understand the power of the man to maintain his mental capacity to provide, but also try to go after what he wants to go after and maintaining that balance. Because my wife also wants me to be involved with the kids. The kids have a lot, a lot of things they want to do. My, uh, my, my kids are doing a lot of activity. My wife is doing certain things. They want me to be present. But you're always hearing these self-help books. You got to go at 100 you got to sacrifice everything. You got to put all these hours. And that's tough to find that balance. And so it that was something that was very hard for me because if it was left to me, I would have done what everybody does. I would have just gone 100, done a startup, 80 hours a day. I would have, I would have done that. I would have loved that. But I would have lost my family. I know that. I know I would have lost my family, but it also depends. And that's why it's very key, especially for, I think one thing that really helped me is the person that's next to you is one of the most important person there because there's some uh, couples that are able to do it. And so I am not knocking anybody other couples. There are some couples that are able to go and travel and go, uh, the other man can go on business trips and they are fine. The uh, other couples, they, they do not. So it takes a part of discovery. I realized one of the biggest purposes in life is to discover, discover who you are, discover who you're next next to, discover life. And a lot of times we're not doing that discovery. We go through life getting beat up and we just go. We don't take a moment to really discover what did this knife wound do to me? What did this pain really create in me? And who am I? People can't even define what is success to me. What, how do you define success? Who are you? So, yeah. You know, as you were talking, Gary, I got to tell you, you were talking about, um, you know, people who want to go 80 hours a week and we're not criticizing anybody at all. Of course. I got, but I love what you said about 
it, it basically made me like, here you are valuing your family. And truthfully, to me, that shows that you value what's important. You know, the truth is, Gary, you and I could go build huge businesses, mm -hmm. take over the world, so to speak. <laughs> we could do these things. But if, if we lose our family in the process, mm -hmm. then we really have lost. And I've, I've talked to a number of people wow. who, who they climb. It's like, well, Stephen Covey wrote to people, but he said that he basically the essence of what he said was he met people who had climbed the ladder to success mm -hmm. only to find when they got to the top, that they were, they leaned their ladder on the wrong wall. In mm. other words, they may have made their millions, but they lost their family. Mm. The kids didn't know them, and and they right. were having all kinds of family problems. And their all these skills that they were using to try to build their business, they neglected to use it wow. in their family. No. And because of that, what they yeah. lost was more important. And, and the truth is, what you and I do as dads that's going to last way longer. Right. You and it's a bigger impact. And so to have that balance, and yeah, we still have to provide. I get it. Like we got to go out and hustle <laughs> and make a living and make it work. Right. But the fact that it seemed that you were valuing your family, my hat's off to you. By the way, yeah. it's good to see a guy with a sensible haircut. <laughs> Thanks. But this comes because I failed so long. I failed a lot at not being there. Um. I'm able to provide, I'm able to do the task, especially, I'm pretty sure your, your wife said this, I'm very linear and I'm very logical. So I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and I, and I did it, but I wasn't there with her mentally and I wasn't really there emotionally. And so it, it, it's taken me a while to really understand what's really important. And so I was building, climbing a ladder on the wrong um, building because I wanted value to validate my insecurity, not, you know, so uh, that's the thing. I had to admit that, okay, I wanted to, the money so that other people who don't even know me can actually appreciate me because I can feel valued. And yeah. yeah. And you've got, you know, it's interesting. I've, I've thought about this once, you know, if I go out and spend a ton of money on a really expensive car, so mm -hmm. that other people who I don't know could say, oh, wow, he's got some, you know, who really, really cares about me? Mm. My kids. Wow. Guess what? They don't care what kind of car I drive. <laughs> they they want me to come out and play with them in the yard. That's what they care about. They want me right? to read books. They That's want me beautiful. to spend time with them. Those people really care about me. I should be caring more about them. That's um, beautiful. <laughs> and I'll tell you, you know, it's interesting. You, you and I, you know, parents have this effect mm. it goes down for generations wow. and the stuff we do in business i mean you could build a business and in 10 years 20 years it might be bought sold bankrupt it's going to last a decade or two but the stuff you do at your home with your own kids that's going to go on it's going to go yeah. on for generations and that's so cool. let's just say let's just say that you and i fail miserably at business <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, but that, we, but, but that we're decent dads, even though we make mistakes and sometimes we fail. A lot of right. times we fail, right? Right. But if we keep trying, right. the effect that we'll have in the world will be much, much greater than anything we did. Definitely, definitely, definitely. And I see, I see how my kids, when I'm able to keep my word, and you know, when you you say, "Hey, I'm going to buy you something. I'm going to take you out," and you forget. When I keep my word with my kids they they know when i say something 
it's real. And that's what I, I want my kids to see. But I also need other people around me to see that. If I say something, I'm able to keep my promise. You can trust my word. I'm not going to say, oh, I'm going to call you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to call you Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. I'm able to keep my word because that's who I am. That's 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 where it is. And I got tingles every you, you, every time you start talking, Gary, I get tingles here because I know you're speaking truth. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Love I appreciate it. that. Well, let me ask you this, Gary. Mm-hmm. So um, is there if you could give one piece of advice to men, mm-hmm. had to boil down to maybe one or two things, what would you tell? I know you train you train busy men to have integrity and stuff. Tell, tell me what you would what you would tell them. Um, maybe you've already said it, but just maybe. I, I believe it starts with us. Um, I think a lot of things start with us. We approached our wives. <laughs> we approached our wives. We provided um, our wives with our seed. We we started these businesses. We it starts with us creating that foundation. Um, and I believe the power of responsibility. Now, this was very hard for me to admit, but I realized that I complained a lot. And I read this quote that said, never complain, never explain, never give people the opportunity to say that you're making excuses or defending yourself. And just take responsibility. If you take responsibility for what's happening, not, not valid excuses. Oh, I'm tired. Oh, I got to do this. Ah. Take responsibility. What you contribute to any and every situation, you will go so far because that's what you can control. You can't control any, anything else. So I believe if men knew how to take responsibility for their own actions, not because my wife was mean, not because uh, they weren't there for me, not because they're not thinking of me. I'm only going to do it if they if they do it, then I'm, I'm not doing this tit for tat. But because of who I am, I'm going to hold on to what I said I was going to do. And so you can bank on me to do what I'm going to say I'm going to do. A man of his word is more valuable, is more valuable than any uh, 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 diamond. Because if they say they're going to do it and you can bank on that, whoo, I can trust you in anything. And that's what we need to do. And you have a message, man, that makes people need to hear. No, I appreciate that. Being a man of their word. You, you, you telling people to be a man of their word and, and to keep promises to their kids. Man, did it again, man. I'm just sitting here getting tingles as you talk, dude. <laughs> um, I appreciate you, um, gosh, taking the time to, to share this message with us, to have integrity. You know, right now, I think you're right. What men, what, what our society, what the, what our nation, what our world needs is men who do the right thing, even though it's scary, mm-hmm. who, who don't blame others. Like you're saying, we're not going to blame it on someone else. I'm not going to blame it on my wife or my kids right. or someone wasn't there for me or my circumstances. I'm just going to say, you know what? Right. I'm going to keep my word and do it. And even right. if it's hard, that, that's such a good, powerful message. Right. I, appreciate that. I appreciate that. Is, is there anything else you'd like our viewers to know? And then I'd like it at some point, I want them to, to know how to get a hold of you, how to contact you. Um, 
I think the only other thing I would like to say in view of the last thing I just said was when you were speaking, it made me think about um, trust and conflict. And it made me think about this quote. It said, when you have conflict with no trust, you have politics. And that's who we are. We're very political with ourselves and in our mind. Like, and because we have conflict, but we can't even trust our own words and our own thinking. And so um, if you want to reach me, um, the best way is through my website, GarySteve.com, um, or even Instagram, Gary Steve Speaks. It's very simple on Instagram. And yeah, um, but I'm I'm hoping that I'm able to connect with more like-minded men who's actually speaking about principle. That's where it's about. I, I appreciate your message. Um, and we to, appreciate your message that so many people need to hear you, Gary. And I appreciate that. And and just touching on that on that, um, what you just said, like having integrity even in conflict. Can you just elaborate? I just want to elaborate on that one more, one more bit, what you were just saying there. About a uh, conflict with no, tr- uh, with no trust. No trust. That's what I'm saying. Right. Conflict with yeah, no trust. Conflict with no trust. Um, so mind, body, and soul. We're made up of mind, body, and soul. Um, and even in our, in, in our heart, when our heart, our passion, when our mind when our strength and our soul are not aligned, it's like you're in conflict. It's like you want to go do something, but you can't. I'm afraid. Um, I, I know I need. I can't do it. And then you're overanalyzing. It. So we have so much conflict. Which one do you trust? You need to have something that doesn't change. You, your principles should not change. That you need something that does not change that can hold you to go. Oh, okay, that's what I said. I was going. That's that's what it is. But our feelings and our emotion are overthinking. I'm, uh, I, I can't do this. I don't feel like we're not in conflict. Inner peace. Oh, I need peace. <laughs> I need peace. You need peace. Peace is beautiful. And when I don't have peace, and when I'm lying to myself. When someone says, hey, how are you doing? I'm okay. All right. I'm not bad. I'm, I'm lying to myself. I'm not at peace. People could see it. People can read it. They can see it. And I'm actually communicating that to my kids. My kids are picking up a lot of negative things about me. And I, 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 can't, I can't let that happen. I cannot let them continue our, to be who I want to, my negative self, my unresourceful self. I want them to be the person that I know I'm supposed to be. And you just, we just have to keep trying even when we, because we trip, right? Like, <laughs> We're going like, oh, to fail. Perfect. All of a sudden, like, I'm trying, I'm trying, right? <laughs> I, I like what you said too about trust. I, and I know we were about to end, but I just, it was so powerful about what you said about trust, that building trust. When you can even just keep a commitment to yourself, uh, you, know, you start trusting like, okay, I'm going to get up and exercise, even though I don't feel like it. I just, I told myself I'm getting up at 6 a.m. today, but I really want to sleep in. Just these little commitments or, you know, I really want to blame my wife and say something mean, but I promise myself that I'm not going to say anything today. (laughs) And keeping those little commitments or I'm going to say something nice and see the good that my children and my wife and everybody do, even though this, this part of me wants to be 
mm. different. Right. Got to do my very best to have integrity. And when I when I do mess up, I probably need to admit it and, and, and be honest <laughs> and say, look, I blew it. And then right. try hard and keep going, right? right. You might have to do that a hundred times or a thousand, a thousand times. <laughs> a thousand times. <laughs> so uh, I love the message. Yeah. You know, anybody who reach out to Gary, for those of us listening, um, what a, what a great message. Thank you for sharing. Um, make sure we'll, we'll have those links in the show notes and, uh, Gary, thank you so much for being on the show today. What an honor to have you. Now, I appreciate you. I thank you for being an upstanding man. Um, uh, I look up to you and one thing I would just want to say about you, you are value. You are valuable to not only your children, but the kids and the other men that see you with your kids, you are of value. And I appreciate you. I think you're seeing yourself the way you are. I have my own struggles and I blow it a lot of times, but I'm saying when you say you're like, I think you're seeing yourself, you're, you're seeing the way Gary Garcia is. No, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually seeing uh, you. That's, that's the thing. I'm actually seeing you. I'm not seeing anybody else but you because you're the one that's trying. You're the one that's still, there's men that gave up. That's men that gave up. You didn't. So you didn't give up. Thanks for the kind words, Gary. So I'm I'm giving all praise to you right now. Thank you for the kind words. I appreciate you. And thank you for being on the show. Awesome. Thank you again. I am so jealous of my wife because she gets the ultimate career. She gets to train and nurture and love our children more than I get to because I have to be doing things like this podcast. Parenting is the ultimate career. If you like what you heard today, please like, subscribe, comment, leave a review. Thank you for listening. You can also check out my book, What I Want My Children to Know Before I Die. It's available on Amazon and other bookstores. Thanks again for listening.